What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Here to Evolve podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Alessandra. And we're going to hit you with some things you need to know about getting back into the gym. So now that things are opening back up, uh, it's going to be pretty tempting to just dive back into what you're doing before, full force, make up for lost time. But that's probably not how you want to do it. But first, we haven't talked to you guys in quite some time, so let's give them a little update on what we've been up to. So it's currently May, I don't even know what date it is, May 19th. 19th. We are a little less than a month away from having a one-year-old, which is just kind of crazy to me to think about that Kai is going to be one. Um, what else? We hired my sister. She is now part of Team SD Evolution, which has been amazing. We're only a couple days in, but she has already helped so much. So she's doing um, a lot of the back end work. So email, newsletter stuff. Um, she's running our SD Evolution Instagram, which if you don't follow that yet, the tag is at SD underscore evolution. So she's posting a lot of great content there and just helping us with a bunch of stuff around the house pretty much um and obviously we are in the middle of or hopefully coming out of a pandemic so what are your thoughts on that how do you think we've handled it i mean our day-to-day life really didn't change we already worked out from home we uh you know we work from home we're home all the time we just left to get like groceries and literally come back and do nothing else but work lift and start (laughs) over with our with our kid um So the only hard part for us really was we didn't really get a breather. So when we can't leave the house, like we're stuck here, it's a totally different feel. I mean, we're we're in the house, we have a great yard, we've got a pool, we've taken on a ton of projects, so it's been been fine. It's just that mental aspect weighing on you knowing you cannot leave. I think it's, yeah, exactly that. It's different knowing that, you know, when we're home pre-pandemic we were like okay we're happy to be here we always wanted to be home we're homebodies but when you're forced into that it's kind of a different mindset so we've we've tackled it pretty well like Josh said not much has changed on our day-to-day but I would say the biggest thing is just not having help with Kai so our moms would come over all of the time before and help us if we had calls or if we had a busy work day so that was kind of the hardest adjustment is just figuring out okay how do we make running a business work still being successful with that and obviously still raising our son so all in all it's been pretty good Um, we've had the best month of business yet so that was cool Um, and you know we're just kind of guiding our clients through this pandemic through their home workouts it was a lot of added work on our part which is a great thing you know we've been able to adapt all of our clients training programs so that they can do them at home which was really cool to see them be so adaptable and so ready to pivot, I guess. Um, And it all kind of comes back around to that's what we preach initially. That's our whole mindset with our clients from the start is making your training and your nutrition fit your individual lifestyle. So this kind of was a test to that in a way for all of our clients to work through. Yeah, it's not like anything really stopped. We just had to adapt how things were happening. So People are obviously eager to get back to the gym and get back to, into their normal routines, but we kind of use this as an opportunity to you know, focus on the weak points. For a lot of clients, that could be mobility, it could be cardio, you know, it could be some muscular endurance, a lot of things that they wouldn't typically do. So it just threw you know, a nice balance into what they're already good at and gave them the opportunity to improve some of those other areas, really spend time on those other areas. 
Um, so we can't say it was a waste. I know a lot of people just wanted to, to stop and then wait until things open back up, but we really preach that balanced lifestyle and making the best of whatever situation you're in with our clients, whether that's nutrition or whether, whether that's with training. So this was really about, you know, okay, how can you continue to be healthy? How can you continue to feel good, to fuel that biofeedback the right way? You know, avoid just staying home, crashing on the couch and pounding potato chips or whatever it is that most people wanted to do. Um, just keeping your mind in a, in a healthy place. And that's something that all of our clients have done a very good job accomplishing. Yeah, there's always something that you can do that makes you a little bit better than yesterday. And if you guys follow my Instagram, you catch me saying this every single week, if not every day. And, you know, with fitness and with nutrition, we tend to have this all or nothing approach just as our natural mindset of being a human and you really kind of have to approach it from that middle or gray area. So when you understand that, okay, maybe I can't get to the gym anymore, but that doesn't mean I have to totally give up completely. I can still do something. You still are allowing yourself to grow and evolve and be a little bit better than yesterday. So that was our whole mission with our clients and trying to guide them through this time. Um, Obviously a lot of them are coming out of it now, but throughout the entire pandemic, you know, something that we focus on with our clients is stress levels. And Josh brought this up to me a few weeks in. I'm not the type of person that gets super stressed from, you know, day-to-day stuff. I'm a pretty calm, peaceful human unless something huge is going on. Um, So I wasn't necessarily really stressed out from the pandemic, but, you know, stress can compound in so many different ways, emotionally, mentally, physically. And, you know, one day I kind of just... Not that I broke down, but he could tell I was super stressed and he reminded me, you know, just because you don't feel like high stress in your body doesn't mean that you don't have any stress. So that was something that we were touching on with our clients too. For sure. So let's kind of jump into, you know, how we're getting to the gym safely now. What, What should we be doing and, you know, how to make sure that things don't, don't get crazy. So Programming aside, there's no better time than now to have good gym etiquette. Wash your hands, wipe down everything you touch, keep your distance, try to go at less busy time. So obviously the middle of the day is going to be more dead than early morning or you know later in the evening. It's probably going to be a little more evenly dispersed now that most people are going to continue working from home. So feel it out, see what that gym schedule looks like and, and try to find a time that works with your schedule and also keeps you, you know, arms distance because you're not crazy busy uh, when you do get to the gym. Yeah, I mean, these gym etiquette rules, quote unquote, are things that you should have been doing from the start anyway, but even more so now. So I think the biggest one is just, you know, really wiping down your equipment, not using too much, not jumping back and forth between supersets if you don't have to. So just really trying to be mindful of, you know, taking up as less or the least amount of space as you possibly can. Um, And then from a programming perspective, obviously what your programming looks like now depends on what you've been doing during quarantine. So if you have a whole home gym like Josh and I have, you know, our training hasn't changed too much in that sense. Um, But, you know, most of you guys listening, you've had access to minimal equipment, if any equipment at all. It's been super hard to get your hands on anything. So unless you had something before, um, you really just have to go into the gym with the mindset that 
you're going to get these newbie gains again. You're going to get strong again. You're going to see the results that you want to see again, but it's going to take a little bit of time and you don't want to rush that. So instead of going into it, expecting to lift as much as you did when this whole start whole thing started or, you know, run as fast as you did when this whole thing started, go into it with the fresh mindset that not that you're starting over, but you're starting a clean slate and you can build upon that. So why don't we discuss newbie gains a little bit? What does that really mean? Basically, when you start out like your, you know, your first few, even a first couple of years, really with training, your body adapts really efficiently. You gain strength faster than you're ever going to gain strength. You gain size faster than you're ever going to gain size. A lot of times you're losing body fat just because you're increasing that muscle mass. So it's just, they're called newbie gains because you're new to it and your body's new to it and your body is incredible at adapting. So it's a new stimulus and you're going to see results faster than you typically have. Um, and that kind of comes back into play after such a, you know, a more significant amount of time off. So going on a couple months, if you haven't had a ton of equipment to work with, you're going to fall back into that newbie category, not because you're new to this overall, but because your body has to kind of shock itself and get back into things. Um, so you will get that rebound effect fairly quickly, quicker than you typically would progressing throughout the middle of your training program. Um, so it's just one exciting aspect to look at it. Yeah, that's super exciting and something to kind of look forward to in a way. So as you get back into the gym, if you are listening to this podcast right now, if you follow Josh and I on social media, you know that we will forever preach following an actual program, following something with progressive overload. So, you know, we have our MMC programming available if you need something. It's $12.99 per month. It's super affordable. It's something that anyone can do regardless of your fitness level, and it's not going to take up too much time in the gym. No, we have gym options. We have at-home options. We have no equipment options. You can actually follow along with the exact program I'm going through. So it's not just one size fits all. It is more. It is less customized than our one to one program programming, obviously. Um, but there is obviously some some quality principles within that, and we're following progressive overload. So they are very high quality programs. If you are looking for something to reach out to. So regardless of what program you're following. I highly encourage you guys to use week one in the gym as more so of an intro week. So that means a little bit less volume and intensity. So like I said before, don't go your first day back and load up the weights expecting to lift what you were lifting before. Um, You know, start really light, focus on your form, focus on proper breathing, maybe do two sets of each movement instead of doing your typical three or four and just kind of see how you're feeling. And, you know, you're going to expect soreness to happen. This is a new stimulus like Josh was saying before so soreness of any soreness is going to happen regardless of what you are doing in this first week or two because it's just going to be new to your body I would even take that one step further so I like the idea of you know a couple sets instead of three or four Um, maybe take this first week as like a deload week very similar concept just keep the volume down but I would even go as far as you know your first four to six weeks keep the overall volume lower What I mean by that is following along with the concept of minimum effective volume, essentially to maximize, you know, hypertrophy and everything that we're looking for through weight training. If you're a seasoned lifter, you're going to fall somewhere on a spectrum of 10 to 20 sets per body part per week. For those of us who have been lifting a little bit longer, we're a little more experienced. It's going to be a lot closer to 20 sets per body part per week. Once you get to that point, you really don't want to go too far beyond it. Um, You reach a point of diminishing gains. And it really does peak right around 20. So where am I going with this? Take advantage of your newbie phase. Start super light as far as volume. I don't mean the weight. Um, Just making sure that instead of maybe, you know, push, pull up or lower, 
Um, maybe you split it completely into two upper, two upper, two upper and two lower days, um, and split the volume like that so that you can do a little bit less volume and allow yourself to increase over the next two, three, four programs where you increase, you know, sets per body part throughout that. So do as little as you can initially, let your body adapt. You're going to get quick returns on your gains and then slowly force those adaptations back up closer to the 20 sets per uh, per body part. Yeah, because if you jump the gun right off the bat, where are you going to go from there? You have to leave yourself room to actually progress. So the last little point I wanted to touch on with this is don't forget about rest days. So you guys might have seen my recent post on Instagram. I talked all about rest days. I don't care who you are, what kind of programming you do, what kind of training you do. You need at least one rest day per week, if not two to three right now as you're easing back in so it's okay if you don't go to the gym every day right off the bat it's okay if you don't go six days per week you don't need to do that to see progress a quality program will obviously incorporate rest days or at least one rest day and remember that growth occurs during rest so if you're constantly pushing hard and doing all of this high intensity work and not allowing your body to rest that could be one of the reasons why you're not seeing progress in the first place so you essentially make your gains quote unquote when and resting so don't fear those rest days of no lifting you know and then just also keep in mind just because you're not lifting doesn't mean you have to go be a blob on your couch either you can still go out for walks and incorporate light restorative movement mobility work foam rolling whatever feels good for your body go out and play with your dog or your kids outside you can still move just keep it light and restorative and don't push it too hard let your body truly rest so just a little recap Remember that your gains are going to return. You're going to feel great after a few weeks and you're going to hit your groove again. Motivation is likely to be very high right now since you're just excited to get back into the gym and into your normal routine. So ride that wave um, and just try not to burn yourself out. Like we said, take it back slow. Work yourself back into your typical routine. Make sure you're feeling good. You don't want to be crazy sore, worn down, overtaxing your nervous system through these workouts. Give yourself time to recover and stay on a quality program. Yeah, there's no rush. You have all the time in the world to reach these goals. We're not on a strict timeline here. So do it the right way. Let your body, you know, reap the benefits of doing it the right way so you can feel your absolute best day in and day out. And stay tuned for a future episode all about motivation and our thoughts on what motivation really means and how to keep motivation high. That's all I'm going to say about that. All right, if you haven't followed along with us, we are on Instagram at Josh Skutnik and at Alessandra Skutnik. Our business is SD Evolution at SD Evolution. Um, and then if you're interested in those home projects and the daily life, uh, our evolving life is that handle. So we'll get back to you guys in the next one. Enjoy the gym. <laughs>